Hey there, if you are ready to build your service-based business from scratch and ditch your nine to five, then I want you to head on over to shedidherwaypodcast.com forward slash leap and download my free ultimate leap checklist and starter kit. Again, you can head to shedidherwaypodcast.com forward slash leap to download my ultimate leap checklist and starter kit to get started on building your service-based business and ditching your nine to five. Hello and welcome to She Did It Her Way, a podcast dedicated to helping you launch a business that allows you the freedom to create from anywhere, design your own schedule in a way that supports you, and pursue what it is that lights you up. I'm Amanda Bolin, your host, and it is time to do it your way. Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome back. And thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the She Did It Her Way podcast. And today's episode is a solo cast presented by me, myself. And I'm diving in today all about high-performing individuals, high-performing entrepreneurs. And to help me with that, I am going to dive into a book called High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. And I wrote a blog post a couple of weeks ago about three books I'm looking forward to reading in 2018. And this book is, or excuse me, was one of them. So I've always been someone who has been obsessed with personal development, wanting to know how I I could always improve and get better, learn more about myself, about why I tick the way that I do and why I operate the way that I do. I started reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey when I was a senior in high school because I just love this stuff. Who doesn't love improving in growth mindset and getting better at what they do, even though sometimes it can be a little uncomfortable when we need to improve upon certain areas in our life? So all that to say, again, I'm super excited to dive into Brendan's book that I have completed, and I'm breaking this up into two parts because it can get, it's a, there's a lot of content, there's a lot of material, but I definitely would not be sharing it with you guys if I didn't find it valuable for you guys all to learn from this book as well. I highly recommend picking it up. It's definitely, definitely worth the time. So in this episode, I am going to dive into, again, the first three high-performance habits um, because there there are a total of six. So the six high-performing habits that I'm going to dive into are in this order is one, seek clarity, two, generate energy, three, raise necessity, four, increase productivity, five, develop influence, and six is demonstrate courage. So again, these are habits that are choices that we can make and implement in our life. And in this book and a little context behind it, um, Brendan and his team have done a ton of research about high performers, who they are, what they do, what is it about them that makes them different, how do they perform, and you know, just the whole background of why are they a high performer. And one of the things that they have found that is being a high performer is not, it's not a personality trait. So it has nothing to do with like who you are as an individual, and it has everything to do with the choices that we make and the habits that we instill and how we strive for excellent ever excellence every single day, which again is why I really feel like this is extremely valuable because um, whether we're, wherever we're at in our stage, we can choose to be a high performer and the data is there. I want to kick it off by this quote uh, from Aristotle, and that is, is, excellence is an art won by training and habituation. We do not act rightly because we have virtue or excellence, 
but we rather have those because we have acted right. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. And I just love how that's going to set, it's setting the stage for where we're going. And so again, Brendan's team has done hours and hours of research as to what makes a high performer a high performer. And it came down to six habits, like I had stated previously. And those, the, the first three are the ones that I'm getting into today's solo cast. And Brendan defines high performance as succeeding beyond standard norms consistently over the long term. So to succeed is always remembering that the main thing is the main thing. And also too, there's a link on Brendan's site, which I'm going to link to in the show notes where you can take a quiz and score yourself as to where you're at when it comes to a high performer. Okay, the first one again is seeking clarity. So seek clarity. High performers seek clarity all the time. Some of the basics look like seeking clarity helps high performers stay engaged, growing, fulfilled over the long haul. And Brendan's research shows that high performers compared with their peers have more clarity on who they are, what they want, how to get it, and what they find meaningful and fulfilling. So again, still within clarity, there's a lot of different things. We're going to talk about envisioning the future for, determine the feeling that you are personally after, and define what's meaningful for you and being able to get clear on those. And then also being able to stretch goal, um, excuse me, set goals that stretch us, not ones that overwhelm us and that shut us down, but ones that actually challenge us to show up in a way that pushes the boundaries for us. So beginning with envisioning the the future for. So this is, again, all about envisioning the future to help understand and seek clarity. So envision the future for. The four consists of yourself, the social skills, and service. So envisioning self. If you could describe your ideal self in the future, the person you are trying to become, how would you describe it? Try, write down three words. Describe yourself in the future self. Again, this is a high performance habit is where they envision themselves in the future, who they want to be. They know who they want to be and they're actively doing the things that exhibit a future characteristic that they desire. So what you can do is Be more intentional about who you want to become, have a vision beyond your current circumstances, and imagine your best future self and start acting like the person today. Have that vision. So I challenge you to write down three words that describe your future self that you can continually every single day show up and strive to become those three words. So that's the first one of the uh, future four. The second is social. Setting clear intentions on how you want to treat other people. So for example, before you get on a call with another peer, before you show up to a networking event, before you have a conversation with a colleague or someone from your team, do you think about how you want that interaction to go and think about how you want to treat other people in that interaction? Again, it's setting the intentions and envisioning it. High performers anticipate positive social interactions and they strive consciously and consistently to create them. So consistently thinking about what they want to be remembered for and how do they serve those around them that they love. So I'm going to keep recapping because I, I there's value in layering um, just so that it sticks. So again, self, 
write down the three words to envision for the future and how you can show up every single day. Social, think about the intentions behind your interactions with people and always anticipate positive social interactions. The third is skills. So high performers are very clear about the skill sets that they need to develop right now to win in the future. They know where their potential opportunities are from a skill standpoint and what they need to learn in order to move their business forward and their life forward. So what are three skills that you are currently working on to develop so you will be more successful in 2018? Maybe it is marketing. Maybe it is time management. Maybe it is email marketing. Whatever that is, Know what skills you are developing because, again, clarity plays into so many other things. For example, what you say yes to and no to because if you have a clear vision of what you want to accomplish and what you want, you have a stronger why as to what you say yes and no to. So, again, skills is the third. And the fourth is service. So how can you serve people with excellence and make extraordinary contribution to this world. And when someone becomes disconnected with the future and their contribution, they underperform. We underperform. I know I underperform. If I'm not thinking about the future and what I hold myself to, I don't have a reason or an attachment or an incentive to perform in a way that helps me excel. And thinking about what uh, you will provide the most value to those that you serve. What are you providing? Like reminding yourself What is the value that you are allowing and providing to those that you serve in your business? So again, this is all envisioning the future. You have self. So who do you want to become? Who do you, what do you want to be? Describe yourself in three words. Understand the social aspect. Always anticipate positive social interactions. Know what are the three, at least two to three um, skill areas that you are focusing on in 2018 in order to move your business forward and grow as well. And then also understanding how you serve the people around you through excellence and extraordinary contribution to the world. So also um, the second part, so the first was envisioning the four. The second piece of clarity is determine the feeling you're after. What is the primary feeling you want to bring to a situation? And what is that primary feeling you want to get from the situation and putting yourself in there? So whether it's showing up for a networking event, selling an online course or selling your services, closing a deal, what is that feeling that you want to bring to the situation? And what is the primary feeling that you want to get from that situation because energy is everything and when you can put yourself in that energy you're able to attract it also knowing the difference between feeling versus emotion so emotion is an automatic response to our circumstances around us someone calls and cancels someone um, a client pulls out something doesn't go the way that we anticipate there's a fire we need to put out that automatic reaction is an emotion and high performers choose how to feel in every moment So let me say that again. Emotion is the automatic response. Feelings are choices. And high performers choose how they want to feel in every moment. Do you see the difference? There's a choice and there's an automatic response. So don't get caught up in going through emotions that you forget to feel them. Don't get caught up with the automatic response of an emotion. 
Choose that feeling that you want to feel in every moment and go there and generate that feeling that you want versus letting emotions take you somewhere. And lastly, under clarity is define what's meaningful. So every morning when you get up, what can you get excited or enthusiastic about that day? Not leaving it the chance. And also linking your meeting, your meaning to connection. Having connection with other individuals is what provides us meaning. So making sure that we're having authentic connections with other people. And then knowing that the the equation for personal satisfaction is rooted in passion, growth, and contribution. When we are doing something that we are passionate about and we experience that growth, not only from a business operation standpoint, but also from an individual standpoint and we're pushing ourselves and we can contribute and give back, that is the equation for personal satisfaction. This is great because if you are not if you're listening and you're not feeling personally satisfied with where you're at right now, take a look at those three things. Say, well, am I really passionate about what I'm doing? Am I experiencing growth? And what type of contribution am I am I providing back to the the people around me and then also my clients or my peers or my family? And then figure out, just identify, do a inventory of it and see where maybe it's off and then dive a little bit deeper and then see how you can tweak it so that you can get to a fully personal satisfaction. And then lastly is high performers bring more conscious and consistent thought to what they will find meaningful in life. And one of my favorite quotes in this book is that if you leave your growth to randomness, you will you'll always live in the land of mediocrity. And that really really hit home because it's it's the scenario that if we leave things to random or leave things to chance, like we'll we'll just always live in this land of of unknown. And it's important to know where we're going, what we're doing. And the first step in anything is really seeking out that clarity and creating that vision and knowing where we're going. So we have this in front of us. I was in a place a few years ago where I felt that I was in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, I know I need to go somewhere, but I don't exactly know where I'm going, but that's okay. I'm just going to kind of go along with it. It, that doesn't, it doesn't work. I mean, it, it works for a assert like it can work for a period of time if that's what you want but in order to see true growth it is first number one the habit of seeking clarity all right we're gonna take a mini break and give a shout out to today's partner Lola. Lola is a female-founded company that offers a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. They started their company with a simple and seemingly obvious obvious idea, which is women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. So Lola's products are 100% natural and 100% easy to use. Lola is 100% transparent about the ingredients that is found in their tampons and pads and liners. So there's no mystery fibers, no more doubts about what is going into your body. And they're 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrance, synthetics, or dyes. Can I get an amen? Especially as we're moving through and we're realizing how many toxins are in our environment today. And one of the things that's crazy is that the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products. So most of them don't. 
which is insane. And so Lola makes your month a little bit easier because they have subscription that is fully customized to your choice of mix of products, your perfect mix of absorbency, number of boxes and frequencies of delivery. I'm a massive fan because again, I want to use products that are good for my body and especially when it comes to feminine care. So if you have not tried them, head on over to mylola.com and then enter in promo code at checkout, HERWAY, and you'll get 60% off your first order. Okay, now back to the show. All right, so the second one of high performance of um, high-performance habits, the second one is generate energy. And one of the things that Brendan talks about in this part of generating energy as the release tension set intention and understanding that everything is energy and going back release tension and set intention is that as you transition throughout your day as you move from your desk as you go to a call or an interview as you get uh even with your kids or your family as you change what you're doing and transition you take a step back you release the tension, you let go of what you just wrapped up, and then you set the intention for the next thing that you're doing. Again, it's even through releasing tension and setting intention is finding clarity, is is finding clarity and you're creating the space to create and generate the energy that is necessary to perform at a high level. The second piece of generating energy is about bringing the joy. So Abraham Lincoln says that most folks are about as happy as they make up their minds to be. And isn't that the truth? And I know sometimes, including myself, there are times when I'm like, yep, nope, don't feel like choosing joy today. Don't feel, nope, that situation does not bring me joy. I, yep, nope, I'm going to sit here. However, high performers consistently choose joy and they choose to be in a solid high-performing state. Now, again, this doesn't mean that high performers are always happy. It just means that they cope with their emotions in a different, more positive serving way. And they look at things through a growth lens and how can I turn this into a positive experience? And then also, so ask yourself, what can I be excited about today? Just like I spoke about in gaining clarity. Notice the type of question. When you ask yourself, what can I be excited about today? It doesn't leave any room for you to be negative about what is going on, which then brings into a gratitude practice. And I've talked about the five-minute journal in the past, and that's been really instrumental on just allowing things to manifest and allowing to bring positivity into my life and and attract the things that I ultimately want. Because I definitely can relate to the space of being in what might be considered a silo-like environment or space, especially within my head. Our minds are so powerful that it, I, I just wanted what I wanted in that moment. And I didn't want to sit in the lesson and experience that I needed to learn. And part of it was, I didn't even want to be grateful. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just have what I want right now? Can I just have that? Like, why do I need to go through this experience? Why do I need to be grateful about what I have right now? Because I'm not really excited about what I do have, which is bananas. And I will tell you that once I shifted and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to be grateful that I have air conditioning. I'm going to be grateful 
that I have a warm, cozy bed to sleep in at night. I'm going to be grateful for my business. All these things. It's like that YouTube video, if you guys ever watch of that little girl that's like running around in the bathroom and like saying like she's thankful for this and like have a great day and she's just lit up in a positive way. And if we can raise our vibration and ask ourselves questions to put us in a positive state, Things will start happening. Does it happen in a day? Mm, probably, probably not. But it takes practice, repetition, and trust and being able to get ourselves in that vibration as well. Also, another piece about bringing the joy is creating positive triggers. So making notes on on your phone, putting post-it notes by your desktop or laptop. Um, every time you walk through a door, what is the phrase that you give yourself that you want to think about? Like every time you walk in a door, how am I going to like what positive way am I going to show up today? Is there a trigger that you can say to yourself when you're waiting in line? Something that really challenges and puts you in a positive state. Then the last piece of generating energy is optimizing health. So optimizing health is exercise, proper sleep, and meditation. And I can definitely say it's important to get exercise because if you, your body, if it's in motion, you start moving it, you create energy. Um, Also getting proper sleep, allowing your body to recharge. And then meditating is allowing your mind to get quiet so that even though your world may seem chaotic, you can still find that place that is more, that is serene. And And it's always there. And one of the apps that I use is Headspace. And the guy, they give really great demonstration and videos of the sometimes in our lives we live below like there's clouds that come in but the sun is always there and when we look at it as a as a reference for our lives there is there can always be chaos there can always be chaos and that's maybe all that we see similar to like the we only see the clouds but the sun is always there and the peace is always there we just have to keep going back to it and understand and know that we can put ourselves in it and trust and know that we can find that quiet, peaceful place. Okay. So the first, again, was seeking, seek clarity. Second was generate energy. These are all habits that high performers do and choose on a consistent long-term basis. And the third one is raise necessity. And so you can, we cannot become extraordinary without a sense that it's absolutely necessary to excel. Like identifying the obsession, duty, and urgency and finding the necessity to excel and be ordinary. Getting to a point where we have absolutely no other choice but to become and be extraordinary. We must get emotionally committed to what we are doing and reach the point where success or whatever outcome we're after is not just an occasional preference, but a soul deep necessity. And that is one of the largest, most biggest impactful things is high performers see things out of necessity. They don't leave it to choice. Part of raising necessity is also knowing who needs your A game and finding this through through the flow. So high performers often speak of flow and being in flow. And flow can happen in different um, elements that are in play. So a couple, like I'm going to read the 10 that are in the book, which when I was reading them, I was like, yep, yep, yep. Because we all know when we're in flow and it's really figuring out, okay, what puts us in flow and then how do we stay there? But 
uh, it being in flow is it could be you have goals that are clear and challenge clear and challenging yet attainable. So going after goals that stretch but not overwhelm, having a strong concentration and focus attention are are both required. So having clarity again, going back to clarity, um, the thing you're doing is intrinsically rewarding. So it internally feels rewarding to you and lights you up. You lose self-consciousness a bit and feel serene. Yes, that happens. If anyone's ever experienced working for hours and then looking at the clock and going, what, wait a second, how did this happen? Time stops. So you feel so focused on the present that you lose track of time. Yes. Um, You're getting immediate feedback on your performance. This could be whether it's coming from a peer or a boss, or if you are someone like take um, anyone who has an online business, for example, or even like podcast episodes, I can see the download numbers. So that's giving me immediate feedback. If sales are happening or if something's not working with marketing or if it's not going through getting that immediate feedback on the performance. There's also a balance between skill level and challenge presented. So again, you know what you're doing is doable, even if it is difficult. Um, You have a sense of personal control over the situation and the outcome. So you feel in control about what it is that you're doing. And part of also feeling and being in control is also from a mindset standpoint because once we feel like we don't have control that's when we can slip into a mindset of just not feeling like we have control that's overwhelming there's times in my life where I feel like I'm not in control and then I have to back up and say well wait a second I am choosing this situation so what is it about this situation that doesn't allow me to be in control and then tweak it because not being in control gives us a sense of helplessness so we always want to feel somewhat in control where we can influence as well you stop thinking about your uh, physical needs and trust that things will be taken care of. And lastly, you have the ability to focus completely on the activity at hand. So you are just entrenched, entrenched, yeah, entrenched in what it is that you're doing. So that is what flow can look like and characteristics in different ways as well. Also, part of raising the necessity is going back and affirming the why. Why are you doing what you're doing? What is it about that your business or how is it helping people and how are you bringing this delight? And one of the biggest things that have changed that has changed for me over the past six months is marketing. And in this business or the where place I find myself is having to not only market the business if she did it her way, but also market myself. And I used to shy away from it because I'm like, oh, I don't want that to sound like sleazy or sound really... Um, like gooey feeling. I don't know if that's the right word, but I think you guys probably get what I'm saying. And when I started shifting that perspective and looking at as in the way of saying like by me marketing myself, by me marketing She Did Her Way, it is providing so much value to listeners and followers and content that it's changing the world for good. And that's how I look at it because sure, yes, well, we all like online businesses, we sell courses and things like that. Ultimately, what we are doing or at least like hopefully the intention is always to provide value to this world and to ultimately raise other people with us. And so just changing and reframing the mindset behind that. The last piece of raise the necessity is also leveling, um, level up your squad. And in the book, they talk about a recent study of over 168,000 10th graders um, helps us prove this point. So researchers collected data related to students' academic achievements, socioeconomic status, and beliefs about their ability to improve with effort. As you might predict, students from higher socioeconomic 
strata perform significantly better than students from low-income families. This relationship, however, was offset in children who believed they could improve with effort. In fact, children who came from the lowest 10% socioeconomically yet believed in their ability to improve performed as well as the kids in the top 20% who believed that their abilities were unchangeable. So this means that the economic gap and all the negative factors that often accompany lower economic status, such as higher stress, worse schools, poor nutrition, were were largely erased in children who believed they could improve with effort. And that is a very big like exciting thing because it just shows that if we believe in ourselves and we believe that we we can improve with effort and choice that we can do anything that we want to do and also to understanding that plays into leveling up your squad is part of being able to believe that people can improve or that we believe that we can improve ourselves is also surrounding us by others who help us believe that. And so the scientific research consistently shows that certain people maintain their strength even when the environment or culture around them is less than ideal. The difference is how they think. This means that with or without social support, you can use your thoughts to improve your mind, mood, memory, reactions, happiness, and performance. So Leveling your squad and finding people who support you is extremely important to being a high performer and accomplishing and achieving and living the dream that you have always wanted to. And so for all these reasons, high performers spend more time with positive people than with negative people. They are more strategic and consistent in seeking to work with others at or above their level of competence, experience, and overall success. So the three high performing habits and I'll get into the the last second half of this in the next solo cast um, is again one seek that clarity envision the future for so envision yourself social skills and service know who you are write down three words to describe you understand what skills you need to develop write down two or three think about how your social interactions and also anticipate positive social interactions and really envision and know how you serve people. Determine what you're feeling, what what feeling you're after. Know the difference between feeling and emotion. So check yourself throughout the day and say, is this just an automatic emotion or am I choosing to feel this way? And lastly, defining what's meaningful for you as well. Generate energy by release tension and set the intention. Bring the joy every single day. Ask yourself, what can I be excited about today? optimize your health find different ways even if it's small I always even tell myself this if I don't want to go to the gym and I think about oh I need to do a workout for 45 minutes I just tell myself go for 20 because 20 minutes is better than zero minutes and lastly raising the necessity so knowing and understanding what flow looks like for you and becoming obsessed and identifying in a sense of urgency with what it is that you are delivering to this world and you just knowing you cannot become extraordinary without a sense that is absolutely necessary to excel. Always go back to your why you're doing what you're doing and then take inventory of 
your thoughts and the people that you surround yourself with. And again, it's not to say, okay, let's just shed everyone, but just being consciously aware and deciding where you want to be. And again, going back, it goes, it's just a loop. It goes back into the clarity and the the three words that you use to define yourself and really using that as a benchmark and saying, okay, can I level, can I level up with the people that I'm currently surrounding with in order to reach the person that I want to become in the future and then making decisions, appropriate decisions that are right for you from that standpoint. So I hope that you guys enjoyed the solo cast. Again, I love this stuff. Um, the next, the second part of the solo cast will be out in a few weeks as well. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. And come hang out with me in the She Did Her Her Way, the Her Way community Facebook group. That's where I tend to do a lot of interactions, um, impromptu, I guess you could say coaching, but I'm just really curious about what you guys are working on and how I can either help just from my point of view or how I can maybe connect you with others and just, again, raising the vibration and frequency of all of us in this world so we can live the dreams that we want to live and have always wanted to create for ourselves. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. For more information, check out SheDidItHerWay.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to leave me a review on iTunes and let me know what you think. Until next time, keep doing it your way.